You're listening to Trent Talk, your Halo by Halo guide. And Sigil by Sigil guide. To America's greatest treasure, Trent, Trent Reznor. I'm Shia Carey. And I'm Claire Dickerson. And we are talking about How to Destroy Angels. How to Destroy Angels is the first release of Trent Reznor and Marquine Mond- sorry, Mary Queen Mondig Reznor as, a, uh, as an act. How to Destroy Angels. Well, and Atticus Ross, and, and Rob Ad- Sheridan, and eventually Alessandro. I don't think Atticus had a hand in this. Uh, he did. I'm sorry, what Atticus am I saying? Atticus has a hand in everything. What are you even talking it about? It was mixed no, mixed by Alan Mulder, but let's not forget, it was engineered by Blumpy. Oh, thank God. So, yeah. The Forgotten Eighth Dwarf. Mm-hmm. And Sixth Beetle. So, instead of Halos, How to Destroy Angels keeps track of their discography by Sigils. Which is very Which cute. I'm sure is a fan-created thing because everyone listens to How to Destroy Angels. Are you making a goof? J-Play. I mean, I don't know. I know I, a lot of people who like a How to Destroy Angels. When I, when I first heard this, I thought it was going to be like a phenomenon. Like, I thought it was going to take the world by storm. But, like, I've barely heard anyone care, giving a care about mm. How to Destroy Angels. I have, I have plenty of fr- friends who give a care. Um, so we're going to be discussing the six tracks on the EP. And uh, I think Claire has some pressing news you wanted to get to as well. No, that's coming up at the end. Gotcha. Yeah, just wanted to it's very on, important, just to tease and that. you're going to love it, fans. So listen to us talk about this band, whether you like it or not. All right, let's start there first. Let's get jamming. So as most Resonards know, Marqueen Mandig started out as the vocalist of West Indian Girl, a sort of indie pop rockish act in the early 2000s and in 2008 announced her departure from that group coinciding with her engagement to mr trent reznor and if you're like me you were like wait what i had no idea that he even had a life much less a loved one yeah i know i I didn't (laughs) think after Maisie the dog he was ready to open his heart again to love again all right let's hear some of this oh right we're listening to the space in between I like it. Uh-huh. It's spooky. It's very spooky. It's sexy. It is. It's spexy. Oh, okay. Because it fits all the specs. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'll tell you, Mara Queen fits all my specifications. Okay, what? none of that. 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 No high fives. No high fives. Okay. I'm looking I'm at all of you, Resonance. I'm going to five myself. She's an attractive woman. I get it. We don't have to talk about... I think she modeled for Playboy <laughs> she did, after her after she was engaged to Trent. I mean, you know, I don't no tea, no shade. I don't oh care, my man. Like God, stop. Take what your mama gave you. All right, you. let's listen to the chorus. Okay. So this, did this one have a music video as well? Yeah, this is a music video where they're all in the hotel room and they're dead. Right. And then and it's, it's on fire. But it's going backwards. I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the video's gimmick. I like it a lot. It's it's pretty fun. Because, yeah, like, if there's anything sexier than just this sort of 
droning, gothy, like hypnotic beat. It's like it's dead Playboy models, you know. Can you stop that? What but does no, that, that even mean? Well, no, I mean there is there is sort of like a, that's that spooky, sexy essence. <sighs> it's that spexy feeling. All right. Patent 2017. No, 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 no. <laughs> talking about women without talking about their bodies first, 2017. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't make it five minutes into this episode. You really didn't. Really didn't. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have the lyrics up? Yes, I can pull those up right now. So I really like the way she sings this. Yeah, um, she has a beautiful I voice. I think the writing credits are shared between her and Trent. Not totes sure. Um, yes. A lot of it is um, basically about a relationship in turmoil, it seems like. Or a relationship mm. at, it, at its end. Arms entwined in a final pose. I think it has everything to do with being a performer. Hmm. All our blood lying on the floor since the crowd expecting something uh, more. Yes. Arms entwined in a final pose. Like, you know, if you're doing your final bow. Oh yeah, like a stage, a stage. Uh, what do you call it? Chorus mm-hmm. line thingy. No, a bow. Like you, everybody yes. comes yeah, yeah. out at the end and bows. I don't that know what the fuck is that. Is that what called. that's called? Who fucking knows? Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it talks about uh, it talks about a lot of passion. Blinding light illuminates the scene. Try to fill the spaces in between. Maybe it's about the fourth wall between the artist and the audience. Mm. Uh, narrative drawing mm-hmm. to a close. Still remain the things we couldn't kill in your eyes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but then, yeah, how we choose the framing of the scene, hate begins to spill across the screen. Definitely uh, made me think of the Sochmies ever since uh, the mm-hmm. election kicked off. Mm-hmm. And boy, did it. Boy, but that's howdy. Not, that's not what we're here to talk nope. about. We're here to celebrate the wonderful union of Trent Reznor and Mara Queen Mondig Reznor and the music <laughs> that they've created together, which is quite good. Okay. <laughs> when did you first hear? Of the music of How to Destroy Angels. I mean, when they came out. I downloaded the Space... I think it was a Space... In Be- no, it was... A Drowning was a download, and then Space In Between was a music video. Right, and this came out June 1st, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the songs came out in May. Right, yeah, because they were around before that, because um, the first time I heard How to Destroy Angels, it was in sort of my lapsed Reznor fan period, because um, I saw... Lights in the Sky tour in 2008, and then Trent really made it seem like he was not going to be doing anything with Nightmare yeah. Nails. For he always does these big farewells, the wave goodbye, and then it's like, mm, I think I'll come back and do some more Nightmare Nails. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I wasn't paying attention to what I'm they were start, up to for I'm a couple years. I'm gonna start years. Parasite, but we can keep talking. I just tight. No, yeah. Parasite's a perfect lead-in for this because okay. the first song I heard was Parasite, as uh, I was driving to Burning Man in 2010, Oy. and it was on Black Rock City Radio. So I was like, wow, this, this is some cool next level shit. It kind of sounds like Nine Inch Nails. And Turns out. And yeah, I looked it up later. Parasitio. Out of the strange. It was that bass line and that screeching cello. Yeah, let's hear it. Oh, and I could describe it more. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm sure you could.
So yeah, driving through all those, uh, basically it was it was a Mad Max caravan of a bunch of different like party themed buses mm -hmm. um, in a dusty desert with like nothing but mountains and hills everywhere. It was a pretty good backdrop to this song. I just only wish it was at night. Yeah, that would have been cool. So um, Burning Man was better last year. I'm sure. It, wait, what? What? It, it's a thing burners say to basically shit on people who have never been there before. Oh, I'm going or to Burning Man, and it was better last year. Exactly, right? exactly. And Is you can say that about anything. Coachella, Lollapalooza, any any popular thing was better before. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was better 20 years ago. When it was Burning Woman, supposedly, there's like a lot of weird. Oh, mythos I don't care. 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 Yeah. <laughs> So not getting into hipster history. No. Is this an episode of hipster history? I can tell you're just dying to say something. Um, yeah, I just wanted to point out that I really like how Trent and Mara Queen can sort of like meld their voices. Because like a lot yeah. of it is still in, in Trent's idiosyncratic style. He's got his, his whispers and his growls and everything. But Mara Queen lends so much more softness and sensuality to it. Yeah, I agree. I like how they... I guess I didn't listen to West Indian Girl at all like I listened to one of their songs when I learned about her through her being engaged to him but um, she does have like a style like a vocal style and it's it flows really well with what he also does so it's it's fun yeah I like when she's really low in her register mm -hmm. it sounds um, it sounds good <laughs> um. <laughs> okay So would you describe like the music of Nine Inch Nails as a whole as like kind of kind of doodly, kind of like masculine with like those intense drum beats and yeah. like, hard charging guitars and whatever? I mean early Nine Inch Nails, yeah, I guess doodly. Doodly. I mean yeah, he has his more sensitive stuff, but in terms of like just how the genre is perceived, yeah. he, most of the icons are, are dudes. Yeah. So it is it is really cool seeing a, a literal and figurative marriage of of Trent's doodly music and Mara Queen's like more nuanced, mm -hmm. feminine sensitive, uh, what whatever stereotypical <laughs> tips you want to throw on that. <laughs> First we tackled racism. <laughs> now I'm gonna really flub my way through a conversation <laughs> about gender. Let's not do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah, let's not. I like this stuff here. I like this too because it almost felt. When did this come in? Oh no, I guess never. Never mind. I was gonna say it felt more. What's the word I'm looking for? Like intense and kind of heavier than some of the stuff that he had been doing. But I guess. Well, yeah, ghost. I mean. Yeah, I mean it has. But a then little the bit slip. I forgot about the slip. Right. I didn't but I didn't really listen to the slip. Then. 
I mean, this is, he's definitely, at least in Parasite, making a big push away from the poppiness of Slip. Like, Slip, a lot of, the first half of Slip was really approaching, like, pop rock. Mm -hmm. But. Ooh, I like, oh, hold on. Here we go. Her voice. This is Furlined. The, um, whatever they do to her voice to make it like that, plus the, the, the bass line reminds me a lot of all the old, like, trip-hop, weird 90s oh stuff yeah. I like a lot. It is, it is sneaker pimpsy. Like Luscious Jackson and Poe. It is really good. And yeah, it's a, I think it's an overdrive that they're doing to her voice. Basically playing her through, like, a megaphone. Oh, maybe, yeah. The old, the old Maynard James Keenan. Yep, yep. Classic <laughs> Trent move, too. <laughs> He's just the one I think about all the time. Oh, here's the chorus. All right. Anything standing out in the... Um, the drum lines kind of sound like Trent sort of getting in the studio and trying to experiment. Mm -hmm. um, Cause yeah, like this was one of his first collabos without like a real rhythm drummer around. What did Atticus and, and Sheridan I mean, do? They did programming. Like as far as I know, Trent was just doing a drum machine in the studio again. Huh. Let me confirm that real quick. Yeah. Yeah, there's no instrumental credits to anybody. It's all just uh, programming and... Uh, but like on stage and stuff, like there's keys and stuff. Oh I boy. feel like they would probably... I feel like I forgot to do my homework for this one. Did they ever perform this live? They performed, yes. Okay. I don't know if they performed this. I didn't do my homework on that either. Ninwiki does seem to have uh, tunnel vision when it comes to side projects. They Like the, the article for How to Destroy Angels is very, very brief. And it's basically, basically just the, the Wikipedia It's just the back <laughs> of the... Al the Wikipedia page has more. This is, like, <laughs> this is the back of the album. Like, uh, whatever. Aw. It's, it's Ninwiki and not How to Destroy Angels. Yeah. I just tweeted at Ninwiki to see if we could get our podcast put on their podcast yeah, page. Yeah, it's weird. They have like a podcast page and they list two podcasts. Well, there's only, I mean, it's not like we are so important that everybody knows about us. We are very important. All right. I like this part. I like um, the in the instrument builds that he does throughout his career. Like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? No, I missed what you said. I'm the, sorry. Oh, my God. The instrument builds? Yes. So, yeah. Like add-on. That's what I thought you meant. Yes. So, like, introducing one thing at a time. Yeah. Kind of jazzy. Yeah. I like how he's he does that throughout. Across time and space. Hmm. I'm trying to look up any info about their live tour. Um, they did tour in summer 2010. I'm going to go to the How to Destroy Angels official site. You're still on Wiki. I know. I keep trying to escape, but I'm like in the vortex, bro. It's okay. I mean, we're going to talk about them again. 
So when I clicked on howtodestroyangels.com, and then it, it took me to the Ninwiki page for <laughs> not for how to destroy angels, but how to destroy angels.com. And it describes like it's the official one page. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, also, yeah, the actual their page how to destroy angels. Is, uh, yeah, a little neglected, maybe. Their SoundCloud's no. still up. Yeah. But oh, you black boots. BBB. BBB. YQY. What? YQY. Okay. Yas, Queen, Yas. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, really liked this one at first, but I don't so much anymore. No. This is kind of goofy. Yeah, good, good. It doesn't really stand out to me in particular. Um, but yeah, they really tried to make it into a, like a sing-along chorus with listen to the sound. We're, we'll get there. Like half the song is Mary mm -hmm. Queen. Is it Mar Mary Queen. Mary. Mary Queen. <laughs> Queen. Queen Mary. That's all I remember. No. Oh, okay. I guess that's how uh, I remember. Just don't say it. Go on. I forgot what I was going to say. Her singing the chorus. Right. I mean, it kind of it kind of reminds me of like a gothy sleigh bells. A little bit. Yeah, this is definitely the most experimental and different from Nine Inch Nails because it's very stripped down and monotonous. Yas. I don't have any jokes. I haven't. I don't have any angst. You don't have any jokes. Oops. Was that the, the sound of your? Instead of my wine glass hitting the mic stand. Listen to the sound of my full wine glass. It's almost empty. Oh, Shia does this new thing now. Where to be a um, a petulant partner, mm -hmm. um, when Claire complains about things, I repeat the things she says as Bjork. Yeah. Yep. Why is the door always unlocked? Why, though? Answer me that. Oh, I cannot believe it. Okay. What was the one that made me laugh really hard? Um... Tell me something. Is is the food sitting out? <laughs> Did you leave the food out? Because he leaves the food out. You leave the food out, and I I worry about it all the time. So that's my new character, Clark. Clark. Oh, here's the chorus. Listen to the sound. <laughs> they're marching. They're stomping. Listen to them. Big black boots. I don't have any anymore. That's a shame. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, I mean, it, it's got sort of the latent sadomasochistic themes of previous Nine Snails releases. Why does why big black boots? Well, because it's like authority, you know? Okay. Patent leather. That's going to be coming back in fashion. <sighs> I want Jinkos back. Mm. No. Yeah. Jinkle Bells. Aren't they basically just like jeans, but like so much more jeans? Yeah. Well, the bell bottoms are cute. I want all that back. I want like clueless clothing back. You mean like the movie or is that a, a Yeah, the movie. Tight. Yeah. Fetch. All Wait, of that. No, no that's mean that's a different one. A movie that would not exist without clueless. All right. The Believers.
Oh yeah, I always forget about this one, but I like it. It's getting, it's getting me there. I like it. It's getting you there, huh? Sometimes I wish you would stop making jokes! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's like you know me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I say that a lot, listeners. Listeners are just like, whatever, you guys. Get a room. Kind of um, witchy. All of this, all of this, I would describe as being a little witchy. Yeah. I mean, it sort of uh, courts the uh, the inference of sort of black magic and occultism. With I mean, how to destroy angels? That's basically the premise of Satanism. No, it's a line from a song. Oh, or it's really? the title of a song. Um, it escapes me. Just listen to this song eventually start and I'll figure it out. Coil. It's a song by the band Coil. Oh, okay, cool. Or an album maybe. So I just, is this I a just genuine, Googled it a little bit. Is this a genuine nod to Coil? Not just a phrase that Trent really dug. Song start. It's an album by Coil. It came out uh, in 1984. Reznor has acknowledged that the earlier Coil release was the source of the band's name. Case closed. Oh, it's a single. Okay, 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 everybody. It's a single by Coil. Oh, here's the song, finally. Oh, yeah, I really like this. that the writing in this is really good it's like uncommonly good mm -hmm. um, and the melody of the voice I feel like is the most Mary Queen because Trent doesn't normally have this tenderness alright turn up you look things up on wikipedia yeah that's cool okay um so how to destroy angels is a an ep by coil uh the record has two songs on it each taking up one side of the vinyl blah 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 and it was just like meant to be a b-side blah 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 cool uh let's see Reznor has acknowledged that the early 
or coil release was the source of the band's name and that he had run the idea by Peter Christofferson before using it. So that's really lovely. Cool. Yeah, good. I, I like when Trent shares the love. Because <laughs> yeah. he, can, he can be a fickle mistress. <laughs> oh, come on. He usually, he usually does right by everyone. Yeah, okay. But if you don't want to cross him, though, is what I'm saying. I don't have anything more to say about this. We could resurrect a long dead segment if you like. Should we do it after this song? Yeah, yeah, I feel like that'd be a good idea. Is there anything else? Anything in that lyrics page that usually gives infos or no? I mean, Genius is, it's a community driven website. Yeah. So nobody is annotated out of the strangers. What a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Just <laughs> neglecting real art. I yawn at your but, laziness. But again, like I'm saying, the writing is uncommonly good. It actually has like specific like visuals and like a narrative. Muddy trail beside the water leads the lambs into the slaughter. Hands and knees we all atone. Path is paved with blood and bone. Pretty dark, but like kind of epic dark. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's doing it for me. So I suppose you were wondering what the orc was up to in 2010. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so let me give you a little update. Compared to Bjork. <laughs> um, last time we visited Bjork, she had released Volta mm-hmm. in 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, and in 2010, I'm trying to... So basically, this is a segment where I try to tease out uncanny similarities between the life trajectories of Bjork and Trent Reznor. Right. And they're still popping up here and there. Okay. She was focusing less on her own independent music and was doing a collaboration with a band called The Dirty Projectors. In 2010. In 2010. Damn. Yep. So it's Lincoln. I mean, it, it goes all the way back. They were born the same year um, to like the same the same familial um, and even same like ethnic backgrounds. And they grew up in sort of like the same. They, they both learned jazz at an early age. It's 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 weird. It's real weird. And they both had their major breakthroughs at around the same times. Um, and yeah, it, it continues. Like I'll do a little more homework when we get deeper into this. Do we want to? Is this it? Dirty projectors? I believe it is called Mount Wittenberg. Oh, Orca. here we go. Yeah, let's hear a little bit of When the World Comes to an End. This is just like How to Star Angels. Do you see what I'm saying? It's exactly the same. I'm not sure this actually sounds like West Indian Girl. <laughs> kind of. What I know. <laughs> The two seconds that we heard earlier. What I don't know, I'm sure I feel. Okay. Okay, well, that was the thing. Okay, cool. I don't like it, but. And that's been compared to Bjork. <laughs> One last note, uh, just in terms of uncanny similarities. Um, during this time, she was signed to a label based in London. So what was the name of Maraqueen Mondig's band? West Indian Girl. Uh, yes. She <laughs> was She was signed to, Bjork was signed in 2010 to One Little Indian Records. Wow. Wow. Damn. And this has been Compared to Bjork. Compared to Bjork. Okay. Last song on the album. 
a drowning. And that's not me going, oh, this thing, it's, it's a drowning. How do you feel about this one? I fucking love this song. It's, it's pretty good. It's got fragility. Yeah. Fragile. Fragility. It's yeah. that fragile touch. Yeah. And it's... The clear from your... Okay. Yeah, it's really... Her voice. Hold on. I love the chorus. Oh, wait. No, it's not the chorus yet. <laughs> Just kidding. Classic Claire fake out. There's a little info thing on the side, but wait, because I want to do the chorus first. feel like this is what they were going for and they achieved their goal yeah not in every song but in this one uh yes and i think that for like a first ep it's fucking solid like there it's a little disjointed at times like big black boots doesn't necessarily feel like it fits mm. but yeah it's i feel just like they were trying for a while and they had a bunch of different directions but it all it just it's it's really good. Like, there's no stinker. And now we have a weird white album sign-off here. <laughs> a bunch of horns and a train station and then some guy saying number nine. Number nine. What are you talking about? In the Is white album, the a lot Beatles? of songs. Yeah, it's, it's a oh, Beatles reference. Don't worry about don't. it. Don't bring that in. This isn't a Beatles podcast. Get that shit out of here! <laughs> What's the thing say? Right. So Genius actually does have some insight. They say that this song is primarily driven by a dark but relaxed synth bassline and beat loop, similar to the approach, uh, this is what I thought, to of verses of The Wretched. Mm-hmm. Piano provides the dominant melodic content behind the vocals, while heavily processed guitars provide atmosphere during the choruses. Dissonant horn samples form a bridge in the first chorus to the second verse, while the last three minutes of the song are dedicated to a distorted guitar riff. Looking for that. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Good. But yeah, this was at a time when Trent was once again trying to convince his fans that he was done being Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> Liar! It almost worked. Lie! It almost worked. Alright, let's listen to this build. I'm drowning here, please. Many more. I don't think I can save myself. 
Um, I have an interview with Kerrang! Magazine in July 18th, 2009, so this was a year before. Ooh, wait, let's get this riff real quick. <laughs> There's um, there's some oohs and some ahs too. Digging it. Some classic Trent stuff. Digging it, um, and yeah, it's once again Trent Reznor announcing that Nine Inch Nails is done. You recently announced that Nine Inch Nails will soon stop touring. What was the thinking behind that decision? One of the things that I realized a lot of the impetus for Nine Inch Nails has been one of negativity and frustration. In one sense, when I play on stage, I become that person, that narrator. But revisiting that space every night, every day for five days a week had become unhealthy. And there's a whole pile of things I always wanted to do that I never got around to doing because we're always on tour. I really want to start going through that list of things. Can fans still expect Nine Inch Nails music, though? I'm still going to make Nine Inch Nails music. I'm going to make music outside of Nine Inch Nails where I collaborate with other people. And I have things that aren't, rela aren't music-related that I really want to turn my hand to. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, it might on. turn out that some of these things fail, but that doesn't mean that they're not worth trying. Plus, I'm also getting married to singer Mary Queen Mandig, and it'd be nice to be able to pay some attention to that part hey, of my hey, life as well. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I just want to get a little bit of that because it's so nice. Yeah, those are like with teeth size. What would you call him? It's just a little... I mean, it's not really ooh. He's saying, hey, but it's still like ooh-ah, Trent. Yep, yep, yep. And then it does this for a solid more minute. Solid minute more. Solid, solid minute. Another solid minute. Another solid minute? Goods are good. Words are good. Goods are words. I can't. Oh, wow. Any last uh, How to Destroy Angels business? Um, I gotta look this up, but apparently, um, Maraquine uh, got some unpleasant online attention. Can you believe that? A woman mistreated on the internet? No, tell me more. Um, so, also, Trent came under fire for a campaign to help a Eric De La Cruz. Not sure who that is. Probably a controversial inmate or something. Inmate? I don't know, like a free mumia. I don't know who the fuck. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm, I'm learning right now. <laughs> I'm on the case. But like, oops, here's a YouTube thing that we can cut out. That just seems like a weird assumption to make. I don't know. Why controversy? Yeah, he raised... Oh, whoa. Trent Reznor and Twitter raised $850,000 for a fan in need who was injured very badly in a car accident. Oh, yeah, I remember um, that. Needed a transplant. Yeah, also Jane's Addiction had a hand in that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was an early Kickstarter type thing because you would get perks in return for donating. Yeah, I'm, and I, I guess for whatever reason, Trent came under fire for this? I don't know. Okay. Maybe it didn't seem particularly clean. Um, but yes, he says... Has that been tough to deal with, all this negative attention? That kind of thing is particularly cowardly because it's done online and offers complete anonymity. If someone on the street were to insult my fiance, I would punch them right in their fucking faces or their fat tits or whatever the fuck it may be. Wow, Trent. Damn, Trent. Damn. 
but hiding in your mom's basement with her ISP account and saying the kind of things that some of these people have been saying online is not something that happens in the real world. It only happens because these people don't have to show their face or give their name, and that does get under my skin, and I let it get under my skin more than I should because I forget who these people are. It's not you saying that, or anyone with a job or any credibility. <laughs> it's cowards who say these things. Unwanted, unremarkable people who have nothing better to do. Fuck those people. And the point of sharing that was... Wow. Um, I, don't, I, I just like the quote, or he would punch someone right in the face. I didn't even read the fat tits yeah. part of that um, until I got to it. That That's was, that was a That was a cold read. All right, Trent. Good job. Anyweezy, what's up with you? I mean... Any last... Any last thoughts I on mean, this I album, not on the random thing okay. that you're reading? So no more tangents? No. Um, <laughs> I actually, I bought this EP in a record store. Even, yeah, it's one of the last things I think I ever bought in a record store. Wow. And yeah, it was, I felt so lucky because it was the only one there. Just like this little shrink-wrapped perfect. It was like a, a paper case, not plastic. Um, so yeah, it just seemed like it didn't even belong there. And like I was a like, CD. Uh, mm, I'll buy this, yes. Okay. And yeah, it was totally available as a digital download or whatever, but I felt like... If, if you can get your hands on a physical copy, I think I still have it around. Somewhere. I definitely bought this one on the internet. But yeah. I did not feel ripped off at all. No. Only that it was six songs and I wanted more. <laughs> How dare you guys. Only six songs. All right. So, enough How to Destroy Angels. Oh, but you have that thing that you didn't read. I, I don't know if you wanted me to do it uh, or not. Would you like a Yahoo? Geez, yeah, fine. Um, so I do feel like how to destroy angels is an important question and it's a question that needs an answer. So I went to the number one resource for all human knowledge, Yahoo Answers. Um, so in the religion and spirituality section, a Yahoo user asked, how to destroy angels? Question mark. And the answer apparently is a poem. Uh Uh-huh. Um, here we go. Yeah, let's do this. Hold on to love is what I do now that I've found you. And from above, everything's stinking. They're not around you. This is gonna be hard to get through. Yep. And in the night, I could be helpless. I could be lonely, sleeping without you. And in the day, everything's complex. There's nothing simple when I'm not around you. But I'll miss you when you're gone, is what I do. Hey, baby! And it's going to carry on. That is what I do. Hey, baby. (laughs) I don't know. Hold on to my hands. I feel I'm sinking, sinking without you. And to my mind, everything's stinking, stinking without you. There's, there have, okay, can we make a list of things that rhyme with stinking? Um, plinking. Thinking. Uh, thinking. Plinking. Plink, what I don't is know. that, what is to plink? I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. I, th- I thought it was like to plink you know, a string, you know, slinking. Slinking, slinking is good. Slinking, okay. You know what? Continue the poem. And in the night, I could be helpless. I could be lonely sleeping without you. And in the, it's just a chorus. And in the day, everything's complex. There's nothing simple when I'm not around you. But I'll miss you when you're gone. That is what I do. Hey, baby! <laughs> Stop yelling! <laughs> and it's going to carry on. That is what I do. Hey, Can you baby. Google that and see if it's a thing? I don't know. Yeah, what is this? And were there any answers? Best answer? What? Oh, I see. How to destroy angels. And the answer is from like a militant atheist. He says, how to destroy angels by be- maturing and being less gullible. <laughs> Thanks, Internet. Okay. Oh, oh, you have to summon some demons. That'll do it. The, oh, good. Uh, the second and not best answer. Okay. That's... Okay. 
So, <clears throat> today is Sunday, January 8th. Correct. Do you know anything that's special about today? Is it National Bean Day? <laughs> no, that was the 6th. I, well, I guess I'm out of ideas. That was it. Today is somebody's birthday. No. Not Trent Reznor's. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, who, who gives a fuck? Okay, I think you're going to give a fuck. Okay. So I need you to close your eyes. My eyes are closed. Don't. For the listeners, I am being good about this. Because you like it. Don't look, don't look, don't look. Okay, let me pick a good one. Suspense is <laughs> literally killing me. You have too many elves. I am dying. I have died. Okay. Of suspense. But be dead with your eyes closed. Naturally. <laughs> isn't, that how, isn't that when you know someone's dead? And they go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to do the thing and their eyes closed. <laughs> Intermission. <laughs> Stop. Let's go down to the lobby. <laughs> you don't know this one? No, of course I know it. Ashes to ashes. So today's David Bowie's birthday. Oh my god! <laughs> Didn't put that together one bit. <laughs> Wow, that's terrific. Let's let's have let's have a Bowie minute and then also every Bowie minute we missed for every episode up until now. Yeah. I think we did that in the first episode and that was it. Yeah. Um It's also two days before the day he died. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he turned sixty nine and then passed. Nice. Nice. <laughs> a class act to the end. <laughs> Too young. Okay. I'm going to turn this up a little bit because I, well, how, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what to <laughs> I'm lost. I don't know what to say. Let's listen to the song. So... I had a moment where I was like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Just take a drink of your wine. Look off to the left. And to my left is my pile of zines. And one of them is boobs. <laughs> There's just four boobs over Nothing there. Nothing gets me centered. <laughs> like looking at some zine boobs. <laughs> um, I like this song a lot. I, I very much like it, too. I hadn't heard it much at all until after we lost Bowie last year. And then I was going through everything like, whoa. Because this is like that music video where he was walking in front of a bulldozer as a clown for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Really pushing the limits. <laughs> it made no sense. But it's yeah. a wonderful song. I like it a lot. Um, also, a weird thing about this song. I th No, maybe not. I know Alice in Chains covered one of their songs. No, it wasn't this one. Oh, okay. Good story, Claire. But... A Perfect Circle did this song. Oh. And it's kind of good. Uh, I, mm. I mean, yeah, that's the <laughs> thing. Maynard, Maynard picked like every... S Maynard went through and picked every song not to cover and then covered it. Well, this isn't part of that shitty anti-war album. Let's do Imagine, guys. It's not part of that. It, this came out like 
recently. Yeah, why don't you just record fucking Strange Fruit? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> JK, Strange Fruit is has much we more. We already talked about that album. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it again. Um, or that song. Any particular song that you want? Um, I mean, I'll probably listen to the entirety of Space Oddity after we're done with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, honestly, like I don't know. I kind of, I kind of feel like since we lost Bowie, I've been stuck in Black Star, listening to that a lot. Because it's like it's it's almost like he's talking to us. Yeah, I haven't been able to listen to it. Let's I haven't listened to it dance. at all. Put on some fucking Let's <laughs> Dance, because it's his birthday. Just don't put on China Girl. I, that is the one Bowie song I could do it's without. It's a little racist. But like, yeah. That's not even the problem. It's just a crappy song. <laughs> well, my eh was eh. It was a long time ago. Not eh. Racism isn't terrible. It's terrible. And I don't like that song. Loving this Bowie minute. What are we up to? Six minutes? We have to do like 23 more. Before I moved here, I worked at a little breakfast spot in Madison. I like spit all over the microphone while. And uh, I had a coworker who's this kid named Walter. Walt, and he's one of those kids that would just get like crabby, be like, "Ah fuck, ah fucking, god fucking," like over everything. Okay. So he was. We all have one of those. And uh, but he was really pleasant. And a lot of times, if we would close or if we would just like be ending a shift, and he would be really crabby, be like, "Hey, like, let's put on some fun music." And I found out one day that he just like fucking loves David Bowie. So I put this song on and I just like watch him like light up like, okay, we're going to fucking clean this kitchen now. <laughs> Tight. It was, it was a good time. I'm trying to think of the um, Dancing in the Streets. That's the other one with Mick Jagger. If you want to do that, you don't have to at all. I don't like that one. Yeah. Uh, also what I'd I like to hear. I do like Dancing in the Streets minus fashion, the music. Fashion? I don't know if that's, is that what that's called? Fashion. I, I mean, he did fame and fashion, right? Everyone remembers fame, but no one remembers fashion. No, I know I do. I just for some reason I had a, I thought I had a different title. It's a weird one. I think mo- a lot of scary monsters is pretty weird. There we go. Yes. I think a lot of people know this one. You're right. Really eating, talking, head blunt right here. <laughs> For real though, it's like this is everything they've tried to do. I know. So good. It's hard to believe that it's been a whole year without him. Mm-hmm. Oh, here you go. 
Ever since listening to the last podcast on the left episode about David Bowie and the occult, I just like can't stop but trying to overanalyze all of his lyrics. Oh yeah, about <laughs> so he talks about like um, like ancient uh, societies of uh, superhumans living inside the earth. Right? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, so good. I don't remember or which specific song. Yeah, there's one that's like entirely about that supposedly. Because he was reading some, fa- some far out fan. This was the early seven or late-ish 70s where people were really getting into like Lord of the Rings, which was informing a lot of uh, Led Zeppelin's work. Also a, a band not unfamiliar with the occult. I mean, not exactly a smoking gun there, but th- <laughs> they both really loved fantasy. And um, there's, there's layers and layers beneath that, you know? He has so many albums. <laughs> and thank God. Yeah. Oh, oh, you pretty thing. Oh, yeah, do that. I mean, this is one of the Saint-Ny ones. Wake up, you sleepy head. Put on some clothes, shake off your bed. Put another log on the fire for me. I made some breakfast and coffee. Look out my window. What do I see? Satan. In the sky and a hand <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> All the nightmares keep Quick, let's lay it backwards. Yeah, yeah. I also really like Life on Mars and Rock and Roll Suicide, FYI. We wanted to put those on there. Oh, yeah. I think about a world to come where the books were found by the golden ones. Written in pain, written it all by a puzzle man who questioned what we were here for. All the strangers came today. It looks as though they're here. There's the homo superior. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what we were trying to get yeah. at. I guess. Hollow Earth. Yep. I guess there's like there's super people just chilling. So how would gravity work if you were inside a planet? <laughs> would you, you would you be pulled to the outside surface Look, or like? Last podcast on the left already covered it. Did they? Did they? They did. Though? They did episodes on Hollow Earth and the Hollow and Moon. Gravity? No, I don't think so. Well, I mean. Yeah, like because it's because y- you <laughs> would be going around a common center point. You know that's. So you'd just be, I think, walking on the crust on the inside of the Earth, which would be super weird. I mean, we all know that, like, it's all just a hoax. Well, yeah, like, because... Like, gravity is fake, and... Oh, I thought you were going to say... The Earth is 
fl the Earth is hollow, but also flat. I don't know how that works, but like you know all the. Um, it's a wafer cookie. What's the alien race? Um, Anunnaki. That actually looks like aliens. Starts with the Draconians. The Draconians are in the Earth, just waiting to eat us. They're just waiting for the okay. But they're. I don't think they're the superior. Man, I don't. It's so weird. There's so many things. Just thousands of years of science and millions of dollars of modern research to confirm that science. It's just been all been a, a giant game of smoke and mirrors you know yeah you know proving that space time exists and that the earth has mass and time bends around it i mean it's crazy like why would yeah. why would they go so far just to fool us they really got it i mean because they gotta got fool us, us. good but her friend is nowhere to be seen now she walked through her sunken dream to the seat with the clearest view and she's hooked to the silver screen to get myself a little swiggy of wine for but this the one film is a sad thing for, for she's lived it ten times or more she could spit in the eyes of fools if they ask her to fall Yeah, when I first started listening to Bowie, it's like, I don't think I got it, but I just, he knows how to put together a beautiful song. Because, but when you get into it, his lyrics are oftentimes just like so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and Roll Suicide was very much that way. Just a beautiful song that really resonated with me, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> it references a lot of really specific things in Britain in the 60s. Let's hear it. Oh, suffragette. Are, are you choking back to your sweetie? I'm literally crying right now. <laughs> suffragette City is the song that Alice in Chains did. Weird choice. No, it, was, it actually worked really well. Anyway. Suffragette City. Did you even ever listen to Alice in Chains? Suffragette City. Wow. Okay, here's Rock and Roll Suicide. Because I can't get through that chorus a second time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. takes a cigarette puts it in your mouth you pull on your finger then another finger then cigarette the water wall is calling it lingers then you forget oh oh oh, oh. you're a rock and roll suicide too old to lose it. Also a really wonderful build in this song. To choose mm -hmm. it. Also a really wonderful build in this song. Got that distant wah-wah so guitar. Mm -hmm. And then the tubas come in and oh god. Walk past the cafe, but you don't eat when you've lived too long. 
Bar features this song on the regular. That's crazy. Wonderful. All right. Anyway, I love this song a lot. But yeah, the first time I heard it, did not under. I didn't sailed over my head. I mean, I think that the first time anybody hears a Bowie song, they don't really get it. Yes. You know. <laughs> but yeah, just I don't know. It had this sort of like uplifting message to it. Cause it's like, I, un- I got at least it was about a dude who was having a very bad day. <laughs> um, but then everything turned out to be all right. Because you're not alone. Yeah. Well, here's my karaoke jam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could really make anything rock. I'm a hippopotamus. <laughs> all right. You're Bowie. Whatever. Uh, a Bowie constrictor. Oh, that's <laughs> a pun I didn't even realize. It. Uh, I fucking love this stupid, beautiful, not stupid, perfect song. Sing it, baby. No. <laughs> the guitar situation in this song too it's very very good i like when they do all this it's, it's very clean that's the thing it's like a lot of hard rock was real heavy on distortion mm-hmm. but we just had it right in the right in the pocket there real good yeah Birthday, Bowie. <laughs> Too pure for this world. Yes. Cheers. 
just remember, if you spill any cocaine, you have to throw some over your left shoulder. <laughs> For the white duke. <laughs> yep. Um, what direction do I want to take this? Yeah, yeah, hit it. Yeah. Another early Bowie song that sort of, um, I think it was the first one that gelled with me, where I was like, I sort of got that Bowie was about playing with um, playing with identity and yeah. sort of sticking it to society at large, sort of being a part of the counterculture. It was like, oh, not sure if you're a boy or a girl, short your dress, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. Also, I think this was a really short-lived Bowie persona where he was Halloween Jack, right? With like the wild red hair. I don't know a lot about the personas to be perfectly honest i love you so it's it's funny because like i never dove into bowie to know all the specifics like a lot of people do i mean ziggy stardust was the only one that was kind of fully imagined well i mean it was definitely the most fully imagined and explored i'm sure a lot of thought and mythos went into each one Mm -hmm. but ziggy stardust was like i mean the persona qua persona yeah it was definitely the one that meant the most to me. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. is like he releases one album and then becomes an alien <laughs> and, and rocks so hard that the world <laughs> is just like cool with it. Yeah. Love I guess that, we dude. should probably listen to fucking Ziggy Stardust. Right. Right. I mean, you know. Not Ziggy Marley. There we go. That's my favorite part of this whole song. Now Ziggy played guitar, jamming good with Weird and Gilly and the Spiders from Mars. Very good bass line. So good. Who, I mean, Ziggy played guitar. Who played the bass? <laughs> right? I need to know. There's like a whole other album in there. Oh, it's interesting to me, like how much so I mean Bowie was always sort of like flipping through these different identities like even the, the rise of Ziggy Stardust um, has like this arc where you know he enters the scene blows everybody's mind and then rock and roll suicide is sort of like the end of that arc where he dies or goes back to space or whatever it is um, but so much of Bowie's music when viewed through the certain lens is like eulogizing himself 
Yeah. Like so many songs are about departure and loss and or like going back home or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wish I could pull a ton of examples out of my butt right now, but I think anyone listening who knows Bowie knows what I'm talking about. I think so. song on black star called tis a pity she was a whore yeah yeah you didn't hear that one no you want to check it out haven't listened to this album at all really no it's a it's a ride dude yeah that's why i don't want to listen to it curious about this song though Trigger warning, blood shaming. Well, no way. Probably the closest to like a real banger that's on Black Star. A lot of it is just like mournful and confusing. Yeah. But yeah, even this has has really dark overtones. No way. Believe it or not. <laughs> I like all the horn shit that happens. Yeah, he went full jazz at the end there. Which is the really intense one, Black Star Black or Lazarus? Black Star and Lazarus are both. Those are basically him saying goodbye. What was the one? There's one that. I'm up in heaven. Can you hear me? I think that's Lazarus. It was the the one with the. Well, I guess his, there was oh, something yeah, going on with his two eyes real both. serious music videos. Yeah, and like after that, I just decided I couldn't deal with this album just yet. Uh, it's it's far fucking out, dude. Let's try Blackstar. Yeah, I think it's this one. This ten-minute opus. And yeah, interestingly, I mean, like Leonard Cohen's final album, it immediately starts off with a, a biblical metaphor and like his, his, what he's doing with his voice is basically like a, a mantra, you know, a prayer. Yeah. 
and yeah, in the music video, he is depicted as like sort of this preacher pointing the way. It's it's creepy and haunting. Is and this puzzling. the one that had also the astronaut? The astronaut skeleton. Skeleton. Yeah, which is one of my favorite visuals. It's, yeah. It's, it's far fucking out, dude. Because it's Major Tom, right? Yeah, and his skull becomes gold and like covered in jewels. Actually, it's a yeah, it's a it's a combination of a Buddhist metaphor and a Christian tradition. The village of Ormen, a solitary candle. Ah, ah, ah. Um, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. And yeah, ooh I think ah, in the music video, ooh, ah. Ooh, ah. <laughs> he was down with the sickness. That was his problem. Oh no! It's been a year. It's been a year. It has. He was down with the sickness. Mm-hmm. Take your passport and shoes and your sedatives too. You're a flash in the pan. I'm the great I am. Yeah, there's it, there's a lot of very intense references throughout this. He's talking about Nietzsche. He's, uh... Oh, man, it's, it's all over the place. You can put on Lazarus if you want. Oops. I did the wrong thing. Here we go. I like that... He says Villar, because he's English. Well, doesn't this one pick up? I'm going to just like it hop is, to the uh, ten minutes long. center of this, to the center of it all. Oh yeah, it does this. Pop into Lazarus real quick. If that's good. Cool. writing this when he like knew the end was coming yeah the song like has such a feeling of just kind of running out the clock just waiting for it you can't stop it you can't change it you just gotta live you gotta just 
keep living until you stop. Look up here, I'm in heaven. I've got scars that can't be seen. I've got drama can't be stolen. Everybody knows me now. Maybe we should uh, throw on something a little poppier and then enjoy this on our own. <laughs> yeah. This has been the Bowie Half Hour, <laughs> which I think has evenly distributed would uh, have a minute for each episode of Trend Talk, the Yay. Halo by Halo guide. Two oh, did we ever address sigils? Greatest treasure. Yeah, we talked about okay, sigils. Okay, right, sigils. Right at the top. <laughs> just to that bottom, make sure. Oh, here we go. Yeah. God, this needs to be like a theme for a sitcom. <laughs> Young America. Well, this has been uh, an eventful episode. Yeah. Um, glad we could share these feelings with you, our loyal res nerds. Yeah. Uh, we'll be seeing you again next week when we talk about probably some fucking soundtrack. <laughs> I don't wanna. There's a lot of film soundtracks uh, coming our way. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Social Network. Gone girl. Gone girl. But hey, uh, find us on social media <laughs> at Trent Talk Pod. Find on us on Twitter. your favorite social network. Hey, yo. At Trent Talk Pod. At Shia Carey. C H E Y. What's your You know name? what? Fuck it. C H E Y A C A R Y. And I'm at Claire Wolf. C L A R E W L F. And you can find this podcast. BenviewNetwork.com slash TrentTalkPod and obviously there are other podcasts that are cool on Benview Network because it's a network so check it out. Um, and Send us an email. Say hi. TrentTalkPod at gmail.com Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever app you use. We're there. Rate, review, and subscribe, please. Oh my god, please. Oh my god, please. Yeah, that offer to write you a song if you write us a review, I believe is still standing. I mean, whatever. Also, I was trying to fucking get 100 likes for the page so that I would embarrass myself in karaoke closer. I and I think I we're a couple short. We're like 97. I cocked that one up, though, because you, you made that video and I promoted it, and people just liked the video yeah. instead of liking the page. Can't blame you. Can't fault you for that. I mean, two, you'd have to go through two clicks to like the page. No, I fault you for that. You didn't follow the fucking instructions. It's 2017. How hard is it? <laughs> this is the final episode of Trent Talk, where we alienate all of our fans. Just kidding. No. We love you guys. We, <laughs> like we, um, the page on Facebook. We no. bask in your attention. We I might. Yeah, the attention that you it. don't, because you never talk to us. Um, Just kidding. You guys are fine. Like three of you are amazing, and thank you so much to all of you. Yeah, thanks for Robbie listening. Maxwell and um, <laughs> Joshua. Coming up soon, I think we're going to oh, be doing some guest appearances on other shows. We'll more on that as it develops. Are we? 
Um, yeah, right? I like, guess. Yeah, it's January. We're supposed to be doing some stuff. I have shows. I'm at calicopodcasts.com. I guess you are, too. Yep. That, I show up here and there. Yeah. I have a podcast called I Don't Even Know, where I interview people about whatever they want to talk about. So if you want to be on that, go to calicopodcasts.com slash pod. I have a show with my best friend called Besties, where we talk about dicks and gossip a whole lot. And then I have... Mostly, it's like 90% dicks. Yeah, and then we also are going to eventually get high crimes off. Wouldn't you know it, crime. talking about crime while you're stoned off your ass it's is really not hard, easy. you guys. I space out a lot. Um, oh, yeah, if you think we get sidetracked on Trent Talk, we're like, we're like stoned, well, we're like half a wine glass drunk. I'm not even... We're like toasty is all. Yeah, but yeah, so thanks for listening. Listen again. Do we more. need to sign off with um, I'm Afraid of Americans? That seems, that oh, seems fuck, apropos, duh. Oh, right? Jesus. It's fucking duh. How could I be so foolish? I feel like we should just make a fucking David Bowie podcast. You know? I think we got the chops. I think we can handle it. Listeners, would you listen to a David Bowie podcast? Oh, yeah, dude. Yes, album version. Oh, it's different. Wait, is Trent in this one? Yeah, it sounds the same. Frank that shit. Whoa. Not used to that little steel drum solo. Thanks for listening. Nine Inch. Nailed it. Podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.